Walk the River, you're listening to and perhaps watching Call the Audible. I'm your host, Ms. Delores. Mulcahn has disappeared. Here. If you find him, call his family and tell them your phone is very worried. How's it going, Simo? Hey, how's You're going? here in place of Mulcahn. Yeah, I am Mulcahn. Yes. Last time you, we did this whole I am somebody, we offended like 17 people. That was the weirdest thing. So maybe we should do it. Anyway. That was the weirdest thing for people to be offended by. But it's fine because they don't play in this division, so they won't know. Yeah. I am Stefano, who are you? I am someone that is not me. French vanilla. French vanilla. I still Eeks, really how you doing, buddy? Uh, you know when they say that people see Superman? Mm-hmm. I am the first option. People? That doesn't even make sense. Because when you see Superman, what do you say? Where's Clark Kent? No. Yeah. Well, I you say hi? No. If you're polite? No. It's you a say, bird, it's a plane. How's it going, Superman? No. Jeez. It's a bird, it's a plane. It's a blur. Yeah. You say, hey, yeah. it's Dean Cain? No. <laughs> Why Dean Cain? That's my favorite Superman. <laughs> that's the Superman of that my childhood. Old. Yeah, that was like 55 years ago. Yeah, yeah. that's very old. Yo, did Dean Cain get fat? 30. Probably. Can you find a picture of Dean Cain and put it up on the screen, please? Thank you. Maybe um, he'll be on a bike. <laughs> that's the best way to tell him to shut up. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe he'll be on a bike. Find a picture of Dean Cain. Um, you think Eagle will ever find out that's what I do to just get him to change subject no. or to stop talking? Well, no. if he's not... Do the forfeit this week. Yeah. In the highest divisions, that's the worst. So... <laughs> Since it was my game, uh, we'll give we'll get him. S- it's not a new picture. Two thousand sixteen. It feels like it feels like a few years now. So um, I mean, he's still attractive, though. Superman. Yeah. But wait, is this? You gotta get on the screen for everyone, though. Eagle, come on, be better. Dean Kane, fat. Oh, look at that first picture. It's fantastic. <laughs> 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 so uh, about the forfeit. <coughs> uh, at least they warned us before, so it wasn't a no show. Mm-hmm. They, they, we didn't have to travel to the game, so there's that. It sucks because we lose a game. Yeah. But at least, like, we didn't get... Like, it's a 10 p.m. Sunday night game. If I would have had to go there to realize at 10.01 they're not showing up, I would have been pissed. But so how come... They, do you know why they didn't show up? The only information I had is the quarterback, Ryan Lenowski, couldn't make it. There are only basically, like, five or six guys on the team. He couldn't find a suitable backup for him and other players to show up. So he's like, yeah, fuck it. Well, at least they told you. Yeah, they, they, they told us at, uh, like, 3 o'clock. So mm-hmm. they and nobody, everybody was like home or whatever. You, we had time to reach everybody. Nobody traveled, so that's the only pro I could find. It's a good pro. What about sixty points in your name? Yeah, but no stats though. Th- you know true. what the first thing someone told me is what? Uh, I think Sean Avery said that he said, "Oh, you just pissed away your QB of the year award because you're missing game." I said, first of all, I haven't played my crossover games yet, so th- the ten picks are not thrown yet." Yeah, that's fair. I mean, I am playing Braves this season. It's gonna be ugly. So. Honestly, though, like, look, uh, I, I have it on good authority on good that uh, not bad authority. a player in high standing in FPF said uh-huh. um, of lightweight, they're going to win one game this season. That must be me. What? No. no, I predicted us to go two and eight. It wasn't you. Okay. I said high standing. <laughs> <laughs> I, I love that famous. you set me up for the joke. That's my favorite part about that. Yes. Okay, um, go on. But yeah, so without revealing my, my sources, the... That's what the, the 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 person. Yes. Female or male, we don't yes. know. That's the person. <laughs> Most likely we have coed. We have coed. True. It could be a high standing player in coed. That's true. You don't know. Um, God they damn said it, Vanessa Beery. Vanessa Beery <laughs> told me <laughs> lightweight to go one and nine. Did they retract their statement since? I haven't spoken to them about it since. I don't talk about you in my spare time. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> but so was it Darren? It, I, I'm not going to say it. So stop guessing. <laughs> Um, God damn it, Darren. Was it you? <coughs> it 
It wasn't me. Yeah. Actually, I actually, well, I he like. said the, I standard. Yeah. I like the version. Well, he likes to think he is high standard. I like the version of the team that was actually registered. I was like, eh, this would be a good team. But then I found out not this may or may not be the team also. <laughs> so I was like, I don't know what to make of it. So, you know, whatever. Yeah, yeah no one knows. I also don't do predictions. It's not really I also thing. don't know what to make of it every week. On what is it? Week, the week three game when uh, Stefano was scorekeeping, yep. at 2 o'clock, we had three players. Mm-hmm. The game was at like, whatever, 9 or something. And we won. But so, like, will you have a playoff roster? So, having this forfeit really helps because everybody gets a game played. That helps, eh? Yeah, so that's going to help us in the long run. Uh, but, yeah, most of the guys that, that I bring in, there's a reason why I'm bringing the same guys over and over because I don't want to just bring random subs. There's a bunch of guys who told me they wanted to sub for lightweight, but they couldn't commit to the full season. Uh, so, th- you're going to see that pretty much the same faces coming back here and there. But the problem is we're not going to have the consistency. Is that the equivalent of people just saying, I'm not paying to play with Simo? Uh Yes, most likely. Right. But also... If you ask them every week and they miss after games, you realize it's not just money issues. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. So like <laughs> if they would have showed up the the four the first four games, would have been different. But you can't sit with us beating up on Jasmine. Since well, no, we won't go to that one because we're gonna get Alex Holloway on a call later. By the way, they call this a tease, a poorly constructed one. Yeah, but they call this bad. a tease. Usually, they call this a mistake. Yeah, well, nope, nope. <laughs> we're, we're spin zone. We're reframing it. I mean, we, we we're could, go, we could it. talk about the game. You and positive then. lifestyle leaks. Oh, yeah. It's a, it's a, a teaser for the future. We're gonna get on with Alex Holowak, division A and B analyst, as well as well, nine really. He's an analyst. Did he ever cover spring? I think he only did winter. He's an analyst because he's coming on the show. Oh, okay. Sorry. <laughs> and uh, he's gonna talk to us about his game as well as some other uh, ramblings about the division. And uh, depending on how much he's drank so far tonight, we'll get uh, we'll see how interesting it gets. It's fair. Yeah. Um, Game of the week: Alpha T's two and a half dance, uh, two and a half alcoholics. No, no Joey, JT. No Joey Taylor. Carmen Peliche replaced him. Is that an upgrade? Question mark. Um, I mean, look, it's a lot. Well, let me so ask no. Stefano because you're obviously biased about Joey Taylor. Stefano, is that Joey. an upgrade? In my opinion, <coughs> they each have their own. Uh, oh my! Don't tell Carmen that. He's gonna rip you apart. That's okay. Let him. <laughs> Anyways, they, they they both have their strong points. In Carmen is more orthodox. I should say he has more normal stance at QB than Joey Taylor. Uh, yes. He has a better arm than Joey Taylor. Because yes. he could actually get the ball. But who has field. more wins as quarterbacks as two and a half al- alcoholics? As two and a half two al- for Joey Taylor, zero for Kerm. Yeah. Oh, so. fact. But you realize no matter what happened, Joey was going to have more wins. But also, <laughs> no, not if for you this ask team. Oh, for his team. For but this team this season. Who has a quarterback has more for wins? For this team, for this they season. They also have the same amount of losses. Fair. Uh, so same? Same. Same season. I don't know. I think it would have lost to Carmen. Because this was the game of the week, okay. we got to look at Carmen's stat line. So those three INTs that he threw are actually inflated, right? Because mm-hmm. one of them was on the last play of the first half. Yep. The other one was this weird thing into uh, Mike Piercein's, like shoulder that was stuck six, like super glue. It was a pick six, though. That it was a pick six, but it wasn't like an intent. Like the, he shot the ball and it, yeah. he, like, he caught it. It, it literally th- just hit him and just stayed there like Velcro. Yeah, the, yeah. The, like, I love Chris Reeve, but that was not his best camera work on that shot because you, you sort of don't see where the ball is going. Well, he admitted that. Mike has the ball. Yeah. He but admitted it when he posted Well, but, like, also, we're not the NFL. There's one camera. Oh, no, 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 for sure. But what I like about this game is the two and a half alcoholics actually, like, made a decent comeback in the game. And they, they basically scored the, the, the tie the game. They, they went for two with Paul Lepiaio, who never dropped the ball, dropped the ball. Yeah. Which That's was correct. very... Right? Like, if, if the ball is thrown at him, usually it's a catch. 
and his big body makes sure nobody else can contest, and he just dropped it, which was uh, odd a little bit. So, so going back to the original question, I do believe that Carmen is a better quarterback than Joy Taylor. Is he better for this team? For though? the team, though, I wouldn't say. I'm but just, then, like, single step, like, well, comparison, straight-up comparison, no. But uh, straight-up comparison, Carmen is better. But, like, when it comes to playing with this group of people, well, Joey Taylor Well, I feel like this is actually, for the first time in a while, one of the better-built rosters for Joey Taylor. Uh, well, even for Peliche, though. I mean, well, they're all they're all receivers that can dominate one-on-one matchups. Yeah, but he's never right? played Who's your before. weakest receiver here on the field? Don, Don Benevento, yeah. I guess? Danny. Maybe. Don. I don't know. Danny DeMora. It's not, not Zach and it's not Paul. Brandon Elward is incredibly fast. Yeah. So I would say like Dom or Danny, but I mean they're both talented. The problem is, we we say for this roster, but this is not really a Joey Taylor roster either. Exactly. Well, no, but the players. They're, okay, so they're not guys traditionally from two and a half times, but like Danny Demore, Zach Zwern, Dom Benevento, Brandon Elward, they're all guys who are precise with how they occupy zones. Yeah. Dom Benevento has experience now playing with him. Brandon Elward has experience playing with him. Uh, Brandon Aylward's had experience throwing in this system as well mm-hmm. in lower divisions. Um, pa- and Paul Appear is just his big body. so Paul fits every scheme. He, yeah, because you don't need accuracy to use Paul Appear. No. He's just pa- a big Paul middle finger and you just toss Paul it towards the Paul is just good wherever you put him in any team you put him. Like he, all you have to do is throw it up. All you have to do is throw it up. You can aim for his chest, miss it entirely, but he'll still make the catch. Yeah. Because as long as it's thrown up, he's coming. He usually it, it comes down with it. doesn't matter, man. So, I mean, it's a well-built it's roster for anyone in general. Yeah. I could but probably I think, do damage with this. I think I, I just I like I like the way this team is built for Joey Taylor specifically, and someone has to take the opposite point of view. So there you that's go. That's how the show works. But they are two and two. Sorry, they are they two are. and two, and both of those wins were with JT at quarterback. So. Yep, but he also lost. Yes, that's true. That's true. No, but the, the one like I saw the week one, what the week one was against us. He didn't play well. Joey had a yes, yeah, he, he didn't play the winter. Didn't help. Came into like a he didn't play quarterback in the winter. No, but that's it. But he didn't play winter season, so there was some rust there. A bunch of new guys who hasn't played in the system in a while. Like uh, Danny plays a lot with Alex Olawak, who has a very different system from Joey Taylor. Paul Lapia was trying to learn what the fuck is going on. Yeah, honestly. Right, so uh, there's a, there's yeah. a few things like that. It doesn't help. And uh, but he got he got the rust off, and the second game he was much better. And and now we're uh, we're on with Alex Holowak. Yeah. Well, but is he on with us yeah. so we can set up the game? But what did you tell me to wrap it up? We're not ready. Hey, maybe you could let me know next time. Yeah. That's a terrible setup. They don't hear the sounds. That's I understand. Why I, but that's I, why I was keep rambling until no, he told me to cut it off. You have to set up the game. You can't sit with us. Oh, you could just say, hi, Alex. How's it going? No, it's dumb. Stop being dumb. How's it going, Alex? Hey, fellas. There what's here. going on? The worst. Yeah, the here I am. Fellas. Joining us now to talk hey. about the You Can't Sit With Us yeah. game. My time was better. He's... Uh, Steph, Simon, what's going on, guys? What's up, right? bro? Do me a favor. <laughs> no. Find the largest body of water and go walk inside of it. Just so walk to, to, to waste water. I hear Lake Ontario is really nice. Yeah. <laughs> just keep walking. Just keep going. All right. How's it going, uh, Hello. I'm doing good. I'm just uh, chilling out at home. Um, actually, I'm, I'm brewing up a batch of uh, kombucha as we speak. How is that so, going? So uh, keeping myself busy. It's good. It's good. It's, uh, you know, kind of... It's got a bit of a rancid uh, feet smell, but uh, it's got yes. lots of probiotics and lots of good stuff. So, um, you know, part of part of the uh, part of the it's it's a secret salve, I'd say, to getting older and, and trying to combat the uh, the effects of that while still being a productive quarterback in FBF. So I know you like probiotics, but I consider self, uh, myself more of an antibiotic. I'm more of an amateur biotic. I don't make money. <laughs> I don't make money as a biotic. Um, 
So how's the, how's your scoby doing? Scobies are healthy, man. Scobies are healthy uh, and multiplying. It's uh, scoby season right now, so they're, I, I love they're that sprouting up. Of everyone watching and of everyone in this room, only two people understand any of these words. I have no idea <laughs> only scoby. two people understand any of the things that we're talking about. It's okay. Well, What's I'm watching. I'm watching. I'm watching Simon and, and Steph on camera right now with their with their pasty white skin and, and See, I, I tell these guys really these, these guys are these guys are lacking some nutrients so I mean, they don't I'm know what's complimenting you. I've been saying I've been saying they need a tan though. Why do I, I got to see. I don't get it. By comparison, I'm looking extra tan. Yeah. Thank you guys for showing up today. I feel Thank like you more for missing today cuz I I got I look nah, like I look like I've been spending days in the sun. Now I get them jaundice. So Alex, you want to talk about your game this week? Yeah, sure. What's up? Why well, you aside from the fact you, you got you got to ask that. me a question and I'll answer it. Okay, so That's how interviews work oh, largely. Okay, Why so do you have five incompletions? <laughs> well, two of those were before half uh, uh, with the with the uh, shot clock running down, and then uh, you know just the rest is uh, cost of business. That's all. Man, so man, is it because you're you're, you're a worse second half quarterback because oh. you had only two incompletions set up right there? So yeah, maybe, that's maybe right. You're not, maybe you're not clutch. <laughs> no. The thing, the thing was this week, uh, Jasmine and Sun showed up, and uh, we really knew before is. the game that Von Dram wasn't going to play because uh, he's on both teams, right? This is one of those odd situations yeah, where he happens he to be on both to teams play, playing each other. Mm-hmm. Uh, he, 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 he quoted an injury concern, and he, he did, he, you know, he was out of the game. But uh, Jasmine and Sun showed up with the roster, though. We saw some of the guys walking in. They had Pat Jerome. Uh, they had uh, Hug. Uh, they had uh, the regular uh, Vien brothers, so they looked like they were going to come to play, and, and they did. You know, Fred Vien is a very polished quarterback. He's been around the league. Uh, he kept up stride for stride. Uh, they actually took a one-point lead uh, midway in the second point on a convert, midway in the second half on a convert, and then just down the stretch, the ball kind of uh, bounced in our favor. So it really could have gone either way uh, in this encounter. So what was the, t- the uh, turning point for you guys in that game? Was it that interception? Yeah, absolutely. So I, I guess to set the set the scene, they had taken the, the they scored the touchdown to tie, hit the, the the convert to go up. We marched down, scored. I think we missed the convert. They uh, went into their their sets. They got upfield around the midway point. Fred Vien threw a quick out to Pat Jerome. Uh, you know the historically sure-handed Pat Jerome bobbled it, uh, went up in the air momentarily, and it gave. Um, it gave um, I f- oh shoot I feel like such a such a tool James O'Hayen who was our uh, who was our, our our sub he had a chance to sweep in underneath and uh, and take it back for us on the interception and then we kind of uh, put it away from there so it was definitely an interception that did yeah it was definitely an interception that that uh, that did it for us in that one otherwise you guys see the score this was just like a late night West Coast uh, th- throwdown you know like uh, we were just going at it all game. Yeah, it, uh, it looks awesome. The, um, did you catch any other games in Division A and B? Uh, I saw the game of the week. Um, the one you, you guys were one. just the guys were just addressing. I definitely think that Joey Taylor is a better quarterback at this point than uh, Carmen Polici. I respect Carmen Polici. I think the Chris Rivet did a wonderful job capturing that moment between Carmen and, and Paul Lapierre there, where he kind of slows down the film. It just pays in an homage to like two of the historical greats in in our league. But uh, at this point, Joey Taylor is uh, you know the Hall of Famer, man. He's he's definitely uh, he's definitely the guy that two and a half dads are going to want there down the stretch. Hot uh, besides, take hollow. Hot take hollow, besides, man. Besides that, I saw I saw outsiders and no regard on an amazing game. Another like the, if yeah. you want to see uh, excellent quarterbacking one on one, this this was it. Uh, 
Uh, Wyeth and and Pecker were just going at it, blow for blow all game. None of none of them missed. They didn't miss a drive. Uh, Pecker told me before the game, he's like, uh, "We're screwed. We're screwed. We're screwed." I'm like, "Why are you screwed?" He's like, "He didn't, he didn't believe his defense could stop yeah, outside." He always does that. He always thinks they're out. And yeah, he always. But yeah, no matter how the game's going. <laughs> And I was telling him, like, you never know what happens. Tip ball. Maybe the guy makes a mistake. But no, like, he, Corey Pecker was right. Uh, Kevin Wyeth was phenomenal in this game. With So there's here's the setup. Um, no regard is uh, is getting the ball in the second half. Uh, game's tied. There's two plays left before half. No regard marched down and scored. Left two plays on the board only. Uh, it looked like, you know, no regard might come up and, and take the momentum in the second half. Kevin Wyeth catches the uh, – takes the 10-yard ten, 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 uh, ten drop. Touching his own end zone, throws a thunderbolt that like just basically uh, skims the roof at Papineau, but doesn't touch it obviously, and goes right to the back of the end zone. It's you know 50, 55 yard pass it looked like, and uh, Serge Pilon just ran past everyone, caught it, kept his feet in bounds. It was absolutely incredible. And uh, and and then Kevin Wyeth when he came back to the sideline, the first thing he said is. Holy shit! There was two plays left. I thought that was the last play of the half. <laughs> so, uh, so, I, but still, it was just it was a sight to behold, and uh, you know, it was a good. That was that was a fantastic uh, matchup. I think um, it, it shows. It shows no regard is, has has hasn't hit their stride yet this year. They've been dealing with some roster inconsistency. Uh, yeah. Corey's elbow tendonitis has been an issue to date. I mean, when he's healthy, he's one of the he's he's like one of the top four or five quarterbacks in the league, you know, and he has been for a while now. But uh, he, health has been a concern for him uh, so far this year. But I think this was a good a good a good kind of uh, jumping off point for them. Uh, Braves took it to uh, Dream Killers. They went forty four twenty four. Um, not a lot of surprise necessarily in this game. Uh, Braves to me are the runaway favorite this season. Do you agree? Uh, well, no, as a competitor in the division, there's no way that I can agree to that. I only said that to set you up. You know that, right? (laughs) 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 There's absolutely no way I can say that, but I do think that uh, they're, they are the favorite, um, they they have they the, the the most polished team the most experienced uh, the most confident right now uh, you know Maher is a phenomenal I like I I, I firmly claim that Maher, the combo of Maher and Gaddy P is probably the best two way combo in the league right now and then you throw in Chevalier and that probably makes it the best trio in the league so th- those guys are just uh, playing at another level uh, this game I, I spoke to Mario before the game he told me like. I saw you just played against Braves. I'm going in tonight. Anything that I should know? And I just told him, like, really, no, it's just a really tough team. Great defense. You know, it's just like just throw it wherever you can uh, and hope for the best. But uh, in, in terms of strategizing against them, there's really not much you can do except hope for a kind of a, a perfect offensive performance. Yeah, it's just go stride for stride and, and hope. Not even there's a mistake. Hope you don't make a mistake. As yeah, just go. Just do your thing and hope your defense figures it out, I guess, or you get the last ball before the half or something like that. Yeah, you got you got to you got to, to beat the Braves. You got to really kind of play the uh, the the clock game. You know, you got to try to get the last drive of the half. You got to try to get the first drive of the second half. It's it's really it's, it's probably the hardest team to beat. Uh, just just playing straight up. So you really got to kind of uh, manipulate those strategies uh, as much as you can. Dad bod uh, finally. Well, they they've won two two in a row now after starting zero and two. Non Hall of Famer Sean Abram in this one, uh, going for five touchdowns, a couple of interceptions. Um, but just overall, um, stayed with it and, and, and beat BYOB 34-32. Um, any thoughts on this game? Uh, yeah, so dad bods, um, you know, they, they, this is, this is, this is what dad bods do. They start 
slow. Uh, they're kind of lethargic. Uh, they make the mistakes at the beginning of the year. And then right around the midpoint, you start to see the real dad bods as they start to gear up for the playoffs. And uh, I think starting 0-2 kind of, um, it, it kind of pissed them off a bit. And uh, you can see they're playing with a bit more grit the last two games. They think that they should have won this game by a lot more than, than the two-point score indicated. Um they thought that uh, the other team got lucky on on some occasions. Uh, Sean Avram, you know, he, he hasn't had his best start to date, but uh, he's a magician. He's got a whole bunch of tricks up his sleeve. Uh, I think he's going to get going. You see that connection bubbling with uh, Avram and Marco Bertoldi. Um, so the question that, that, that we had that we put to them this week is like, is there going to be some receiver controversy on that buzz with Bertoldi stepping up to be the one uh, A guy where traditionally it'd be AJ Gomes, you know? So uh, we'll, we'll, we'll yeah. see how, uh, how, how, how that plays out if that becomes a factor down the line. But Certainly, you see over the last couple of weeks, Sean is really favoring that connection with with, uh, with the Bertolts. I do, I do like that you compared Sean Avram to the creepiest profession in magician. Uh, that's that's probably not how you meant it. That is how I'm interpreting it. I always tell him he looks like Michael Shannon, the actor. I don't know if, if you guys uh, can visualize who Michael Shannon is. Yes, he's, I can. Uh, Actually, it's yeah, pretty good. That's yeah, pretty yeah, good. So. I never saw it until just now, and now can't unsee it. Um, is this your first time throwing in Division A? Yes, actually no. I threw in Division A last season for um, the freshmen. Freshmen, yeah. But like yeah. with your own team. That, that's like that's like that, I don't want to forget that as much as possible. I, I like helping out <laughs> the the kids, but uh, it's definitely a, a scar on my on my record. But uh, yeah, this is my first time with my with my own team throwing in Division A. Uh, you know, it is it is um, it's, it's a peculiar Division A that I was able to enter this year. You know, like it's I think it's mm. been since 2014 since since we had the last crossover division. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I kind of dig it to date. I like uh, you know Division B teams that the, the top ones at least are, are really good teams, uh, and uh, Division A is maybe not as deep as it as it has been historically. So I think it balances out really well. And as we saw this week, if you can't sit with us, we were like one bad bounce or one good bounce rather from you know. Uh, from taking the L versus the Division B team. So they can definitely hold their own. Um, look at Lightweight, you know, dropping 60 this week without even having to play. So that's uh, not even it's, it's pretty best game in his career. Can um, we do something about that? Why are you giving 60 points for, for a forfeit? I mean, that's just making Simone look too good now, leading both divisions in points four. Funny story. <laughs> we actually got to bump it from 30 to 60 because it was convenient for teams to forfeit games rather than play them in order to win the PA advantage. It was like a team that actually... Like forfeited week ten to yeah, make the playoffs because they, they need to allow less than thirty eight points or win. So yeah. like, well, then if we are to should, lose, fuck this. Then we're just gonna you should make it make. I, I say you make it something realistic for Simon. Like give him like twenty six points on the board. You know, wow. twenty six. It should be it should be related to whoever was quarterback. Uh, but like to <laughs> it, hello. Now you you got, jumped into Division A um, for uh, guys who are you know more intimidated like Simon. Yeah. Um, I'm scared. What, like, did you find it at all um, intimidating to make that to, to make that uh, decision to go into Division A? Make the case for guys like Simo who are on this threshold. Who are oh, Sean. Dominant. Well, th th he's another one. Two guys who are at the top of Division B. You know, make a case for them to come come up and uh, and compete in the highest divisions in the FIAF. 
Well, guys, look, there's there's no uh, there's no secret formula. It's like I've, I'm playing the same game now for the past few seasons. It's just a question of I'm having really good receivers play with me, you know, and, and that's what I always attribute all my uh, success, if you want to put it to, like that, too, is just I, I've been really lucky to play with a stacked uh, team. And, uh, I mean, if Simon were to have that opportunity or Sean were to have that opportunity, I have no doubt they could compete in Division A as well. So, um, yeah, you're only as good as your uh, as your receivers to a certain extent and playing with such competitive uh hungry talented guys also sharpens you and elevates you to another level pushes you to to like a greater level of perfection that you didn't think you had either so that's it's it's kind of like um a snowball effect you know so you, you got to definitely get the team is it more on your recruiting skills or just you had a core that wanted to you know move up and because you always hear stories of like teams like oh no we're not good enough to go and you know the advice is always well go you know go find some people to play there's like oh no I don't want to do that and everything so it seems like there's a lot of excuses sometimes to kind of justify the lack of I guess progress in the, the divisions guys in division a that, that i know that haven't spoken to them they they want to win right like going into the into the preseason teams were trying to build super teams you know and uh and it was all a question of who do you have on your roster before i make my decision so it's it's very much a function of um what kind of star level players can you get and then at that level uh, as a foundation and at that level who can they get to to, to tack on and, and to really uh make it a powerhouse squad so uh i i i think that there is like Definitely, it, it is FPF at the end of the day, you know, and, you, mm. and the name of the game is to score points. So anybody can come in. I think, you know, two and a half Dans could come in with their with their kind of makeshift roster, but that has a great chemistry and, and they can, you know, they can score and maybe steal a couple of games, you know, and and, and, uh, and Alpha T's are another team who are playing really hot right now in Division B. And I think they can compete with uh, probably all the teams in A. But uh, I definitely you'll never know unless you unless you try. I would, I would encourage everyone to, uh, to take the step up and, and do it because we honestly we need to grow this division a and and then a follow-up question on that so you mentioned super teams division a has a harder cap than division one usually so it's 545 for division a in winter division one technically has a cap of 560 but i mean it's a negligible cap do you think that enforcing a cap in division one or a at a much more aggressive level. So imagine imagine if we put it at 530 this year, right? Would that force teams to be more at parity and have to go try and recruit and, and maximize, I guess, the, the players they pick up? Or is that just going to break up teams to the point where no one wants to play anymore? Uh, well, so this worked out favorably for me in the end. So obviously I'm, I'm in the, on the camp that I do like the, uh, the hard cap. Um, I was able to get my team together because of the uh, cap because essentially the outsiders – we're constructing a, a, a monster team that probably would have destroyed everyone and uh, they couldn't get it in the end because of the cap and uh, as a function of that it kind of created some doubt and we were able to kind of convince uh, our players to to come back and play with us again so um i i'm i'm i'm, a, I'm an advocate of it i think it creates more parity it, it gives people more reason to, to jump up and, and to try to be competitive at the end of the day nobody wants to go into a division where they know they're going to get smoked even if it's experience even if you're getting those those reps like uh, it's it's not worth the uh, 220 $25 per player, you know, so uh, definitely uh, making the division more competitive is, uh, is is a great initiative. The other thing um, I've been saying for a little while is there's a bit of complacency, I feel, with high division teams that um, don't look 
to the divisions below them for talent. Whereas like ho- Hollow, like you're a guy who's played low divisions and you've brought a lot of guys who started in Division Five, or you yourself started in Division Five, um, and then like there's guys playing all over the low divisions who who are CJP University players, who guys who are excellent athletes. Julian Payman played in Division Five forever. Is now a rusher for one of the two top. Like if you look at two of the top teams in Division A right now, they both have guys who are playing important positions on their teams who are perennial Division Five players. So do you think that the onus is a bit on the the these captains to try and do a little bit of that scouting, to try and find, even just speak to guys who watch low divisions to be like, hey, do you know anybody in low divisions who can compete? And not just assume, oh, well, I don't know this guy, therefore he's terrible. Well, like, you know, I, I came up from the dirt of uh, FPF, from Division 5, so I'm never afraid to, to lay in it, you know. So I, I, I like to, to go and, and uh, I, I get to score keep, so I get to watch some, some guys play from lower divisions. There's a ton of potential uh, budding in, in this league just below the, the, the surface of the upper divisions. And there's a lot of guys who want to try out the upper divisions as well. I get a lot of requests on a regular basis. Hey, man, if you ever need a sub, uh, let me know, you know, and... Um, and uh, it's just a it's just a matter of 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 getting more teams to register for these higher divisions and then forcing them to go and find players and to go and recruit these guys who are hungry and who are talented and maybe need a little bit more reps in order to be polished enough to play in the top division, but who can definitely develop. If you look at guys on our team, J- Justin McLean uh, was a Division three player a few years ago. You know, Chris Millard started in Division five, and now these guys are like premier FPF talents, um, probably Alpha top t- five, Alpha ten T's. players overall. Alpha T's are all guys from exactly. Division three, Division four, some guys from Division six. And there was not yeah, they, a single they, they, one of them who played high division till till recently. T- t- Terry Tam is uh, is snapping yeah. in Division A. What do Danny you know? Demore. So oh, it, there you go. Danny Demore. Yeah. So um, you want to pick some games with us, Hollow? Sure. Why not? I'm here. Let's do it. All right, Eagle. What time is it? It is time for the week of the games like, of the five. Like you knew I was going there. Why, yeah, I know. How come you weren't ready? I was ready. He's never ready. I'm always ready. Never ready. Never ready. Hashtag NR versus Braves. That's a good game. Um, I I'm usually on the bandwagon with hashtag NR, but that said, this season I don't. There's there's just a a difference between the top two teams, Division A. Give me Braves. Yeah, I, I see Braves winning this game. Yep. Grapes. Uh, you know, you know. Uh, um, shout out! I wanted to do the shout out to Carmen Police. He's writing a fine article for Division A and B. Uh, he's very prolific right now in his writing skills, and uh, he comments every week that the issue is he never knows who is going to show up to the game. There's been so much yeah. roster inconsistency. I think the only chance that NR has to win this game against Braves is uh, is if Maher is not there like he was in uh, week two. So uh, give me Braves, uh, barring that uh, roster inconsistency. Jasmine and Sons versus Dirty Dogs. Uh, Dirty Dogs uh, didn't play this past week, forfeit. Um, That said, Jasmine and Sons have looked better throughout the season. Um, Give me Jasmine and Sons to win this one. Yeah, they're all three and one. Yeah. Yeah. Jasmine's not hasn't won yet. Dirty Dogs. But they've been improving. The the quality of players. I feel like last week was better. They made a few mistakes here and there every week. Uh, I think Dirty Dogs is just most of the team. Uh, against probably the best, like the, Jas- most, the deepest Division B team. 
Jasmine and Suns have uh, been getting have been getting uh, very unlucky in their first few games. They've lost a couple of games by very, like less than a, less than a point. Yeah. You could have seen Marc Antoine Vienne leaving the field after our last game, and he was like, "Chris, uh, encore on perd par moins d'un touché." He was like kicking himself. But uh, so it's just a matter of time before the uh, the ball bounces into their court. I think it's uh, it starts this week for them. Dream killers versus outsiders. Yeah, I give me outsiders. It's gonna be ugly. I think outsiders will win this one yeah, uh, pretty outsiders easily. Outsiders win this game pretty easily. Yeah. Yeah. Hello? Yeah, this one. Say that again, Hollow. Yeah. I said outsiders are taking it. Outsiders oh, easy. Perfect. They're, they're outsiders with the bag in this one. They're they're gonna take it home big. We'll skip this one for a second. Sorry, Dad bod versus lightweight. Um. I man, I, Listen, I I I just want to see. I want to see. I want to see Simon lose. I want to see. No, I want to see Sean Abrams' face when he loses to Simo. Oh, give me lightweight. No. You know. You know what? Historically, I don't think I've ever beat that buds. I've played against grip and rip that buds, whatever combo of Vini Sean mix up. We always lose by a score every time, regardless of the standings. We're like one and six. Or it changes now, o. buddy. Make him cry. Make Sean cry. Nah, I want Simon. Make to lose Sean cry. Because you're already too smug. I don't like him. That's true. <laughs> Hello? Hello, who you got? Sean or Simo? Uh, I, I, I got I got dad bods. Guys, uh, the my connection is pretty bad. So I wanted to I say one last thing and in case I, I chop out here. I know we have a pick to make, but uh, Travis Moses, very good guy uh, from No Regard, lost a chain at uh, Papineau this past mm-hmm. week. Um, the facility didn't find it. So if anybody listening to this happened to come across it, uh, it was in room 11 of uh, Papineau. They played on field three on um, Sunday night last week. So if anybody happens to come across it or heard about it, uh, give, him, give him a shout out and uh, let's find that chain. Yeah, don't, don't be a jerk. Whoever stole it, bring it back. Uh, one thing I want to point team. out for this game, um, Simon, you better win because then you will be quarterback number 12 <laughs> of Division B or 2. Why don't we 12? Yeah, because Sean is number 11, so you would have to be under him then. All right, we have Alpha T's versus BYOB. Um, I see Alpha T's. Give me Alpha T's. Yeah, yeah this is going to be uh, – BYOB is struggling bad, man. Yeah. 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 Matthew Rene is just off. I was going to make a case and I, I didn't have no, a No, but the problem say. is Matt Rene looks like he's, just, he's, he's yeah. being forced to do things he's not comfortable doing. But he's doing. not. <laughs> no, but that's what it looks like. It looks like know, someone else is calling like, the plays I've seen for their him. games and he's not he's forced. He's uncomfortable as a quarterback. He's forcing throws and his receivers are complaining. Hello? It's it's weird because BY, BYOB was one of those teams that's been primarily competitive in Division B the last few years. And Matt Rene has always been one of the top three, four quarterbacks this year. It's just it's not clicking for them so far. Uh, Alpha T's, uh, I think, take take this one. And it looks like they play BYOB on back-to-backs, if I'm not mistaken. So if if uh, if that's the case and that's indeed accurate, might be a good two-week vacation for uh, Alpha T's here coming up. That is, in fact, the case. Um, so... <laughs> That's we got one last game. Your pick, uh, Hollow, uh, for this one last game. Two and a half alcoholics against uh, You Can't Sit With Us. Yixu. Uh, uh, yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll abstain from that one, guys. All right. All right. <laughs> give me, give me, you, can, uh, give me uh, you Can't Sit With Us. To win this. Yeah, I don't think it's going to be close. I think that You Can't Sit With Us as a very good roster. Two and a half dance is a good team, but Joey might just be out of his depth. Uh, I, I, I would have I would have enjoyed it if Joey was there, but uh, unfortunately the Hall of Famer is in uh, Greece right now on vacation, so we'll oh. be probably Carmen Polici stepping in the for them again. Hall of Famer. Another Hall of Famer. Yeah, I mean, hey, that's interesting then. What I think I think against this particular team because of who you can sit with us has on the team, 
I think Carmine is the better quarterback of the two to play. You can sit with us. But I don't think he has a firepower to, to rival with uh, you can sit with us. Well, that's the thing is that Carmine's going to need to score five, like at least six or seven times. Because well, if you know, you know who is on you can sit with us, yeah. they all played Joey so many times that it's not going to work forever. Yeah. Whereas Carmine is a side of quarterback that's going to find a ways to score. They're going to put up a decent amount, but but not enough to. All those are going to have another one of these uh, perfect quarterback rating games. Final thoughts, Hollow. Final thoughts, Hollow. Uh, thanks for having me on, guys. Simon, yes. um, uh, I uh, uh, yeah. Can you guys hear me? Yes, yeah. clearly. Yeah, so I said, I said th thanks for having me on, uh, Simon. Uh, I, I take offense to you saying I'm not a Division A B analyst. Uh, I think I held my gotcha. own in this uh, in this okay, podcast. Yeah. So uh, yeah, they keep up the good work, guys. Always a pleasure. Thank you, Simon. Thank you for having me. I'm Okan. Yeah, Steph. Thank you for making me look like a member of the Adams family. No problem. It was a pleasure. <laughs> you did a lot of that yourself. Yeah, look at that. That's that's that's. Pretty Yo, get some sun, dude. I'm serious. Really Don't worry, Steph. I'll get uh, I'll, I'll get you some kombucha coming out to the, the nearest kombucha. There we go. Kombucha. Good night, Ramadan. I'm sure Mo's happy he can eat again. Thank you, uh, Simon. Uh, Steph, I'll get you some tacos in a second. Thanks, man. Appreciate it. Um, thank you, Halwak, for joining us on the show. Eagle, your job today on this show was. Slightly Awful. above moderate. So that's... That's thing. enough for a 2% raise. So that's enough. Plus. That's enough. <laughs> Which is fine. because I I, No matter what, I get a dollar more than you. That's the arrangement. Um, so 2% plus a dollar. Don't you get a dollar Thank you for the raise. And thank you all for letting me be myself. Don't you get a dollar, a dollar less than him? I thought Eagle I get was the most paid. Because I'm the fall guy. That's dumb. When we get found by the SEC, I'm the fall guy. <laughs> <laughs> this uh, the arrangement we have. I think Steph makes the most here. From FPF? Oh yeah, 100%. <laughs> We're slaves. He also works in